You are now in tune with the Free Game Podcast, Houston's number one platform where I invite individuals of status or power to share their journeys and give us a depiction of their visions. Of course, I am your host, Nigel Hayward, and welcome to episode number one. So today's guest is Raina Santana. She is a retired mechanical engineer, and she has been a mechanical engineer for approximately 15 years, and she has worked for the infamous Xerox, Baker Hughes, General Motors, the big name companies in in the industry. And let's just jump straight into it. So what made you want to be an engineer? I wanted to be an engineer because I always wanted to know how things came apart and I wanted to know how things worked. That's how I knew I wanted to be an engineer. So did you like building things with your hand? Is that how you started off? You were good with your hands or? Before I put things together, I started taking things apart like pens. I started taking apart my toys. Mm -hmm. I started taking apart engines with my father. So engines. Wow. What? How did that transition from, from toys to cars? How did your fascination begin with cars? It didn't begin or start anywhere. It was just that everything I saw, I wanted to figure out how to take it apart and what made it work. And figuring that out was part of the enjoyment of life. Okay, okay. So, fast forward to college right quick. What helped you, what helped you pick your major of wanting to be an engineer because of course that for people graduating high school that is one of the harder things to decide on your major so what made you actually accept it like okay this is what I want to do well as you know most junior and senior students in high school they take tests and are able to figure out what are their main prospectives for career-wise and one of those was mechanical engineering. And when I went and looked it up and found some more information, I said, that's me. That's how I knew I was going to study mechanical engineering. So when you chose the major, were you fully aware of what came with it? Some of it from looking into it and researching and uh, asking other engineers what it was about. It's a very broad field, but for the task, for um, the abilities that it requires, I knew I had them from birth. I was born with the ability to want to know more and figure things out and take things apart. So for some high school individuals who need help, of course, deciding their major, they have troubles finding people who, who are already doing what they feel they want to do or what they want to do what they know. So how... How did you get in contact with other engineers at that age? How easy was it? How did you go about doing that? I went to relatives and I expressed my interests. And some of them said that they knew some engineers. So I ended up talking to electrical engineers over dinner. I ended up talking to uh, people in the fiber optics industry over lunch. And... 
sometimes I would just see people out in the street and seeing what they're doing and asking them, what is your field? What did you study? What is the name of your job? And trying to match it up to what my interests were. Interesting. So going through college and you passing all your classes and you doing what you have to do, handling your business, how, what, what helped you make your transition from college into your career so smooth? Wow, that's easy. I always wanted to see what mechanical engineering was going to be like in the workplace. So as early as my sophomore summer, I started working, um, of course, first interviewing, but I did a lot of um, um, summer internships. And with that, it gave me experiences of many types and many industries that gave me experience. And with that experience, of course, everybody wants to hire somebody that has experience. True. So, so true. when I graduated, I had a job waiting for me. Wow. So how many, how many different summer interns did you, were you able to, to come across? Were you able to get your foot in the door with and, and follow through with? I was able to come across three. My first one was with the city of Chicago, mm-hmm. and that uh, was about construction and street renovation. And my following summer internship with, was with General Motors, where I worked at the transmission division. So I was working with transmissions, taking them apart, trying to figure out what were the problems and what would possibly be a fix. And I also worked with Ford Motor Company, where I was part of the um, design team for injectors. So you said you were in Chicago working on the, the street designs. How did, did you, did you find any, any interlude, any intertwine with, with that, any similarities with with street design and mechanical engineering? Do they have anything in common? Well, of course, it has to do with uh, knowing the strength of materials and how much uh, material goes in there and keeping track of quantities. And, um, you know, based on quantities that are provided by the contractor, that's how they get paid. So it opened my eyes up to the different things that you have to do as an engineer and pay attention to and know about and are they using the right materials and and it related directly to the studies that I was doing at the time like um, uh, material science and um, reinforcements for concrete with uh, metals Curious, curious. So you sound like you've been, in a sense, around the world within the, the engineering industry. So what are, what were your strengths and weaknesses as an engineer? I believe my strength as an engineer was to be able to think outside the box, think about a problem from various paradigms, 
and different perspectives that helped me to come up with simple solutions that would work and to be able to uh, solve it from the root cause of it and not just a band-aid. What would you say your weaknesses as an engineer are? My weaknesses, I think my weakness was that I could never get enough of engineering. I always wanted to know everything about what I was working on at the time. So sometimes I worked myself to sleep, uh, learning about what I was doing and and what other industries are, are doing about it and how can we improve it and make it better. And so I believe that my weakness was that I just could not get enough. Um, I was always very excited about what I was doing. What, what do you feel made your career peak? What do you feel like it was something you did or something that you caught on to that you applied? What do you feel made your career peak? I think one of the reasons that uh, I was so successful in my engineering career, and I want to give credit to the mentors along the way that guided me and opened up my eyes to other things I could not foresee. So they helped me make decisions to better guide me into my career. Okay. Would you mind explaining the time when you had to use problem-solving skills to solve a design problem? Of course. Of course. First, of course, you have to write down what your problem is, try to understand it to the max, and then uh, think about what tools you have to help you problem-solve. Problem-solving skills um, actually come in a variety of types and so working with different industries I learned many different problem solving skills so I always try to remember to use a little bit of all those methods into one so that I can um, be the best at problem solving and so that's how I go about it you remember all the tools that you used to work with and which ones you can apply to come up with a solution to a problem. Interesting. Your response made me think of some. So on a macro scale, what are the pros and cons of being an engineer? Well, one of the pros about being an engineer is that you get exposed to the latest technologies what's going on with research, and it really makes you feel enlightened and want to keep going. And uh, it just makes you feel really good about what's going on in the world and the advances that we're uh, coming up with. The cons of being an engineer, of being an engineer as a minority and female, Mm -hmm. you, you have to, you feel like you have to prove yourself to the males in the industry to the non-minorities in the industry that you are you can be just as potent a problem solver as they are or more I really don't see that as a con because just how nursing is a 
most would agree that nursing is a feminine um, career, but you do have male nurses. And to apply that to engineering, the question I asked you, you said it was a con. Why would it be a con when when it is considered to most a male uh, career, but you being a female there, you were there for just not no reason. You were there for a reason. So why would you see that as a con? Well, because most uh, people prefer to work with what they are accustomed to, with the people they are used to, with the ideas um, that they've worked with most of their lives. And when somebody comes along and provides a very different perspective, then sometimes it could be challenging because they are not accepting of the differences or give less value to your ideas or solutions. And sometimes it could be a problem with, um, she might take my job. (laughs) Okay, I see now, I see. This has been the real spill, the real deal, whatever you want to call it from Raina Santana. Thank you for your time. You have been awesome. And to my audience, focus, concentrate, and pay attention. And remember, you can do anything you put your mind to. Miss Santana, is there anything you want to say? It was a pleasure sharing my knowledge. And I encourage everybody to check it out first before you land in college. Ask somebody, look it up, uh, get somebody else's perspective about what that career is, and try to make an informed decision so that you truly enjoy what you do. Thank you. Until next time.